I feel like we've made big strides in terms of music genres, like from the 90s where, uh, like we had the Western charts, you know, the US, the UK and European places, but then everything else was world music. The term world music was invented by fucking suits. There's like, there's like an actual, I forget the actual time and place, but I think it was an angel. It was a pub and angel, I learned this. I learned no this. way. Pub and angel, and they were like fucking record executives from like Atlantic and from all these major labels. We're like, we need to somehow brand all of these. We can't call it what it is. We can't call it like, like we can't, we can't call it whatever it is like they call it locally. Yeah. You know, we have to call it something that, that white people understand pretty much. Yeah. And, and we have to be able to brand it. And so that's what, like the term world music was very much like created to sell records. That's it. it was, that's it. It was, it was crazy. So today, like hearing about like Afrobeats having its own charts, but I don't know if you read further, it did say under the uh, chart genre definition, it would be Afro Bashment. Afro swing as well as West African pop so it like you were saying earlier on it would kind of be squeezing all these different ideas under the umbrella term Afrobeats which has its own origin and meaning already so I wanted to know what's your thoughts on the you know the BBC or the UK recognizing Afrobeats as a movement and do you think they've done it justice do you think this is going to be good for the music genre itself and and where do you think this is going to lead to Hi, this is Ayo Shonaya. And in response to the question, I I believe it's a good thing, the uh, BBC Afrobeats charts. I think it's, it's a good thing because it's a recognition of the genre and also how far we've come. And I, and I say we, as in Nigerians, Ghanaians that brought this music to the UK. Um, the, 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 the term Afrobeats with the S is not so accepted in, in Nigeria or Ghana. Well, not yet. It's, it's here, but it's, it's not accepted totally. So, and I guess the UK has embraced that name, you know, firmly. So, it, yes, it's a good thing, but then again, we don't know what they want to do with it. If you know what I mean, it's... That's basically it. We don't know what they want to do with it, but it's a good thing. But we 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 are not leaving the uh, the genre up to BBC or the Western world to to determine and to you know and to project you know where it's supposed to go. So you know, there's a big Afrobeats movement here in Nigeria, in Ghana, in Africa, and even though some people don't like it as an umbrella name for African music, which I don't as well, I just think, I just think Afrobeats is its own genre, and it comes from Afrobeats without the S, which is Fela's music. Um, so yeah, it's a good thing. And uh, with regard to world music, mm, I don't know. It, it's world music is still there. So until we until we get an Afrobeats <laughs> Afrobeats category at the Grammys, uh, you know, I guess we'll continue to be, we'll continue to be world music. And um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, that's, you know, the, the Grammys is not the, the Grammys is the top award for music in the world, but it's not really, it's not really our validation. You know, we enjoy Afrobeats regardless of whether Afrobeats wins uh, a, a Grammy or not, or if it's recognized as a genre or not. We, we are, Afrobeats is for us and the rest of the world in that order. Yes. 
things that come to mind is I think about the origins of Afrobeats. I think about the resistance of Afrobeats origins, of the makings, the sounds, of why it, it came in existence. I think about the godfather or the father of Afrobeats. You know, I think about Fela Kuti, I think about Uncle William, Baba William, I should say. I think about Baba Tony Allen, you know, I think about all these, even Baba um, Yu Masakela, who is in South Africa, but it's also, you could say, Afrobeats, Afrobeats blues. Um, so I think about this, this, the significance that this music carries, and then I think about it in the new generation of like your Whiskey or your P Square or your um uh, 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 um, the, um not the bond yeah the bond and then also your um oh what's my guy's name is it two face i forgot his name but i think about all these early people even people like um flavor right all these early people and what they were doing with afrobeat music wasn't necessarily trying to take away from its origin but to find a a street a street sound that accompanied with it and it became a, 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 a like a popular street sound like this is a sound that you hear on the streets of lagos or you know <coughs> excuse me and then now thinking about how 10 years ago when djs were playing afrobeats it was a bit whack. It was like, ah, you know, we don't want to hear that. Or you had that one Afrobeat song that was on heavy rotation, <laughs> club by club. You're bound to hear like that Oliver Twist song because that's the only song that DJ has managed to, to acquire to fit a demographic or to try to cover a demographic. Um, and then now, you know, even when people like Afrobeefs was, was starting out in colleges and universities with their sounds, they had to push it through colleges and, uni- and universities because in the, in the mainstream, it still wasn't popular. But on the streets or on the underground, it was the in thing, right? And then also now thinking about the newer generation, Past Afrobeat, because for me, Afrobeat has been someone that's been working on this for over 10 years. Past Afrobeat, and you have like um, your NSG and you have your Kojo Fonts people, and they're bringing Afro Swing and or Afro Bashment and mixing this, the two um, genres together in a different, different ways. And it's also finding its own language. So, to be honest, I don't really see why there should be. A, mono, um, a, mono, a monotonous thing or a setting where everything has to be black and white and we have to fit all of these genres underneath um, um, Afrobeat. Like, look, there's some hip-hop people today that will say to you, like, rap is different from hip-hop, given the foundations of what hip-hop um, stands for, given the 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 five... Um, 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 classes of it of hip-hop you know in a hip-hop you had to really know how to be hip and hop in education in knowing dance in knowing 
the community in in knowing yourself and in speaking the truth right and then the people that would say like hip-hop and rap are two different genres so for me i would treat them as individual genres because they all have the individual language even though yes um you may argue that one might be influenced by a grander genre per se um i don't really i didn't know about the facts about world music and it's so interesting because it I, does, does the breakdown of that um of that event really shows you like you look because you didn't want to use the original language of this because you want to make it to sell so you decided to just put it in an umbrella term and i i was i kind of feel like this is the same thing happening here at the bbc and you know for me at the end of the day i always say especially the given the gravitas of where we are now in society i'm always wanting to look to who are the pen pushers i think that's more vital than anything like who are the people making those final decisions and what final deci- decisions are they um making it making um what sort of final decisions are they coming coming to and most importantly how are they coming to those final decisions so that's definitely something to watch out for because again i don't want it to become a um black and white thing afrobeats is not black and white because it's a genre again that was that that submerged from resistance as hip-hop you know it's a genre that submerged from um, the rakete, rakete, rakete in the back of the kitchen. But it was the resistance of the people, it was the language of the people in Afrobeats. So I don't want it to be downplayed. I don't want its significance to be missed. Um, in turn, like putting up, putting it up with different genres, um, which all have that place. But I just don't want the significance of Afrobeats to be um, missed and downplayed because our future generation need to understand where these musicalities originate from and how they came about to be. And that that um, story needs to be told properly. Okay, so... I think naming it Afrobeat was a mistake. I see that they needed like uh, something to call it, the record record expects to be. Um, but being that it was already a thing called Afrobeat, uh, it kind of didn't make sense. I do remember in the beginning, uh, the worst, um, People did call it like second wave and stuff like that. But like if you try to search on it, you know, if you try to Google like new Afrobeat songs that were coming out, you still got like Fela Kuti. Um, personally, I think they should have gone kind of more towards what the original genres, where they came from, where they were inspired from and upgraded that name, kind of like Kuduru Moderna did. So you have Kuduru, which is very traditional, and then Kuduru Moderna is a more, uh, goes more to a large, like the reggaeton style sound. 
uh, and it's distinct. It's clearly Kuduro, but it's also distinct, separate from that. That's what it should have done with all these things that are like um, have roots in traditional African musics, but it's clearly kind of been modernized. Um, the one that kind of resonates the most with me would be Afro Swing, even though the name itself doesn't really <laughs> uh, doesn't really say that much. Uh, when I think Afro Swing, I get a very specific music in mind. While, whereas in when it comes to uh, Afrobeat, I do think Felakuti before I think Sneakbo. Uh, if I think, think Afro Bashment, I kind of like I think it's like oh it's Bashment, but with Nigerians, you know, it's just African. It's like African flavored Bashment, but it's still Bashment nonetheless. Um, the word Bashment we can also have a discussion on, by the way. Um, but yeah, Afro Swing is the one I think has got the most traction with me but uh, preferably I just see them kind of separate out where the original styles came from and and kind of modernize those names and just make a distinction from those styles um, because real talk we should learn them we should know where it comes from we know should know what it is you know no one no one doesn't know where jazz comes from no one know doesn't know where blues comes from you know we should know what we listen to comes from it's lazy not to uh whoa <laughs> I, I didn't uh, I'm having a hard time getting my hand, my head around the problem. Like, uh, so you're saying that the fact that the BBC has acknowledged Afrobeats is. Uh, let me let me just do it again. Um, okay, I think I got my head around it. Um, and to be honest with you, I don't really have any thoughts on like the taxonomy or taxonomy. Well, I can't pronounce the word. Just the labelling. There you go. Let's keep it simple. Uh, of this music, um, like. Does it matter? I always thought that good music always spread by word of mouth. Um, and it just, it went from there, innit? It was just like a small fire into a fucking huge fire. So yeah, the fact that it's being endorsed by mainstream uh, shouldn't affect it in any way. Good music will always find its way to people's ears. If anything, ain't it usually once it's mainstream that signals the end? Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I just got all my thoughts in pieces now. Um, when I say the end, it's like I don't feel like it'll be the end for the artists. The artists will make the money that, that all their hard work is due. But like the the hardcore ones, don't they usually go? Uh, it's time to find the new thing. Like you know, it's it's the people have it now, sort of thing. So it's time for us to dig for the next gem. If you get my meaning. But yeah, no, I have noticed it. Um, quite a lot with um like the, the house music and stuff like that 
um, had the hard ones that used to go to the raves. Like they, they, like it's weird that they, they act funny. That like they won't go places where there's bare people. They like to go places where it's secret, and you know only the real ones go to. Like they, they get real discriminatory with it. <laughs> like, like if you're new to it, like you didn't, you wasn't new from the beginning when it wasn't mainstream and built it up, like. You're not a real one. This is mad game of it. Sorry, I mean, (laughs) you gotta forgive me. Um, But you know, you get what I'm trying to say. And um, yeah, so basically, when it does hit mainstream, they usually, like, you know, like I said, they usually stick it out to the exclusive places that play that sort of music. Or, like I said to you before, they're off to find a new best thing. Or not even a new best thing, the new thing that no one knows about, but so hard and. You know, speaks to their soul and singles them out as individuals. Like, <laughs> yeah, I hope I'm not talking trash, but um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's like the first time I've had to really think about it and analyze it. First of all, it's ridiculous that it took so long for Afrobeats to be recognized, and it's also ridiculous that it's seen as a movement while it's legit like music with roots coming from Africa, hence Afrobeats. And it was made to be enjoyed by, you know, our people and other people in general. Um, uh, It gives me like, it gives me this whole like Black Lives Matter movement as well, kind of vibes. Like, why are we being recognized now? Why is it taking so long time? And with this whole thing that it should be like categorized under like afro pop or bashman mm-hmm. or something like that why should it be something it isn't just to mm-hmm. satisfy the like white publics to understand what kind of music they're listening to because i know for a damn fact that if it says afrobeat that's what you should be freaking expecting and the reason why it should it is afrobeat and not afro pop or afro bashman is because it has its roots it has its meaning and it's not about that it should be like a pop you know category or a bashment category or any other category it's supposed to be beats that come from africa made from african artists and enjoyed through culture and through um through the roots of africa like do you understand what i mean i don't think afrobeats was made just like to be like Yep, here's another category like pop or hip hop or rap or anything like that. It was meant for African people to have something to, you know, be recognized in when it comes to like how the beats are made and produced and why it reminds you, you know, of home, of your motherland. So that's my opinion on that. Also, like I've realized many, um, other artists jumping on like the whole afro idea like you know it's in the um hispanic culture now where like bad bunny and j balvin or whatever his name is they are like creating like you know afro what bachata whatever they call it and you know they will use like one artist like whiskey or anybody else then they'll have like obviously their spanish version of it which has nothing to do with the whole afro vibe um it's still more towards you know the bachata than the afro but 
I mean, whatever makes people happy, but I just find it really wrong. Also, um, I realized a lot, like on TikTok and all of that, that people, um, obviously, the black people are doing so many um, choreographies and things to Afro beats. And now white people are jumping on a trend, like it's a trend to do different things. Um, like, you know, that song Imana by, um, what was his name? By uh, Diamond Platinum and, oh, I forgot his name, but yeah, but that song, a lot of like white people jumped on that trend and got really much backlash because they just choose and pick which song they, you know, can connect to the most or like they find the most pleasing out of the hundreds of thousands of African music that is out there and also if you're going to recognize one song recognize the whole freaking nation you know African artists are paid so shit um, compared to like this white people out here like the rappers here and the people who do you know um, pop and hip-hop and whatever the shit they do like it's unfair to all of a sudden now put up Afrobeats as a freaking movement while well, it's been there for centuries it's ridiculous i were talking about it a little bit the other day it seems like obviously it's a positive thing mm. in the sense that it's it will shine more light on Afrobeats artists it will shine more uh like pop I think the point we're making is that the cream will always come to the top the cream will always come to the top but I hope not in the same way how like I don't know if you look at some other charts like if you look at hip-hop charts hip-hop yeah there will be the there will be the commercial stuff that isn't necessarily like hip-hop charts obviously doesn't represent what you and i will listen to of like like hip-hop artists or hip-hop music contemporary or not uh it won't represent that accurately really but it will be the pop end of the spectrum but do you feel it would then represent more people full stop because yeah yeah and and that and that is ultimately the positive thing is that it will hopefully shine more light on on Afrobeats artists who might not be exposed to to like the pop world mm-hmm. as easily, but equally in doing that, are you are you shifting Afrobeats sound or are you shifting what Afrobeats means to means to the world? Like like is it going to change the way it sounds? Is it going to change the way? I think something we were talking about is like is it going to is it going to essentially like re- like make Afrobeats like reduction? Is it going to reduce it to being like oh well it's it's like African pop music because mm-hmm. that's that's like Afro pop, but that's is that a separate chart? It should be because but, but then it's like what if what if someone's making Afro beats but they're not from uh, like one of the designated areas that we consider like right, where right, Afro beats right. comes from? You know, Nigeria, Ghana, these places, or or the UK or parts of the US. Yeah. I mean, what if what if we have? There's a lot of dope music coming from Addis Ababa and in East Africa and Nairobi and all these places out there. That's not Afrobeats, mm-hmm. but if but if a banger, if like a cross cultural banger comes out of some of these places, shot, you'd have to you'd, you'd probably you don't have you don't have a proper place for it yeah. now. Yeah. Are they gonna Are they just gonna throw that into Afrobeats and exactly. that's gonna re, that's gonna be a reductionist view of what Afrobeats actually yeah, is? Yeah, you know what I mean. Have, that's where you feed into the public because if you're a public and you're watching this, you would just be saying, "Oh, this is this, this is, this is this I don't know Afrobeats at all, but I've heard that this is Afrobeats. Yeah, so this is, this I is heard that banger though. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. That's not Afro. And, and then all of a sudden the chart will be not accurately representing like what what it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. 
And then you get other artists that think that they they can riff off of that, and then all of a sudden, kind of like the genre. Even though I don't really, oh, yeah. like, you definitely have the artist that will slap on like couple Afrobeats drums on their thing and be like, "Well, this is an Afrobeat track." Uh, or you sing on it, yeah. or sing some next track on it, and it's just completely obviously forgotten. And obviously, it's it's great. It's great from a from a point of view of. Exposure. You're getting exposure. Like art, more, more Afrobeats will be get, more Afrobeats artists will be getting more exposure, but but is all exposure good exposure? In a sense, yeah, maybe maybe it is, but will it? I don't know. I'm a, I feel like it also just plays into the commercial idea that we have to categorize all music into yeah. into little boxes, and if music doesn't fit in that box, it can't be in a top fifty of any chart, mm-hmm. right? And so you're gonna you're gonna force Afrobeats artists to to conform to a certain sound possibly, mm. and that that might be sick in terms of exposure, but it might it might, have it might water it down in terms of like what we know as Afrobeats. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. What people are expecting to be like this is what the chart Afrobeats is. Then the the ones that will really want to make money are just gonna be like I'm just gonna make this. I'm not even gonna try and experiment and make some like. You know, to push the, the genre the forward. Mean, yeah, yeah. So I think that, that's that's definitely a... But then could you say that that's the history of the music charts anyway? Like, didn't Motown used to sit and, like, look at what was in the top, like, five yeah. and go, let's create a song like that, yeah. and that would be their guidance for creating music? This reminds me, we had a conversation about R&B. Remember, I don't know if you remember this, about the charts and how... Do you remember what was the point that we were making? There was something along the lines of this that we. Um... Oh, that R and B isn't really a genre. Music is well, black origin. It's like, it's like soul music. Yeah, really. But that's it. In the seventies, yeah. um, for a while, the R and B charts was turned into the soul music. Yeah, they call it the soul yeah, music. Yeah, soul so music it's really and truly music by black people, mm. if that makes sense, of blues heritage. So I think it's positive in some regard because what it does is create another platform for um, black music or music of black origin. Um, it, yeah, it puts another level of respect on on that craft. I think the difficulty is um, how they're gonna class things and how they're going to rank things. Because like you were saying, they're gonna say, okay, it's Afrobeats, but also it's Afro swing and it's West African pop, which do have different origins and do have different sounds and instruments and you know the way they write their melodies are are different even though they all come from you know the same ethnic group um, as in people of African descent they're all quite different so I guess it is kind of like mushing everyone together and saying we're gonna somehow rank all of these I was seeing arguments online where people were saying well Jay Huss doesn't make Afrobeats but J5 his producer was like well yes he does um, did you see is 100% Afrobeats? Um, so I think the difficulty is because original Afrobeats, when you look back and it's like, you know, original Wizkid or um, Two Face, like all those old school Afrobeats had a very specific sound. And over time, as um, music production has kind of adapted and there's been a lot more sounds included, there's still been a kind of base where, you know, you still got similar instruments, you still got a similar vibe. But things are moving in different directions and that's happening with all music. So I guess it's difficult to say what is what and who's to, who's the gatekeeper, like who puts their foot down and says, actually, I said this is Afrobeats, therefore it is. Like nobody will argue and say that, you know, 
um, Burner Boy, what's in there do is Afrobeats, we all know it is. But then when you hear a song like Wonderful, it's like actually that's got a Caribbean vibe to it, that's got a carnival vibe to it. So it's it is very complex and I think we are blending sounds a lot, which is beautiful, but it makes it difficult to draw straight lines. Um, I think in general, we just need to be careful who's the gatekeepers. I don't think, or my personal opinion, I don't think white creatives should be in a position where they're deciding what what is Afrobeats and what isn't, or what counts and or even what, what ranking it is. I think that's, like, it's, it's our genre. I think we need to claim it, we need to coin it, and we need to have that narrative around, you know, what is and what isn't. Um, and that's something to explore. Afrobeats isn't the oldest genre in the world. It did, you know, come from things like high life um, and traditional music and it's grown into its own thing, but it's not as old as jazz, for example, um, as a genre. So we're still figuring it out. So yeah, my only fear is is who takes control over it. Um, so I think we need to stay in control. Um, I think it's good for the music genre and it's also bad for the music genre. Um, I don't feel like we need to be recognised by B- by the BBC for... But I, I do get it would lead to more opportunities for Afrobeat artists, for people in the UK that are from that, uh, from, from, from Africa, basically. Um, however, man, I'm not a big fan of the mainstream uh, element to it. Like, the way they've done Jamaican communities whereby you have like a random Karen or like a random Becky at a party just saying, what go on, go on. No, I don't want no white Karen or Becky to like misuse my culture like that. Like, I've seen the way Jamaica's, it's not even, (laughs) like Jamaica's Jamaican, but like just how it's merged with the UK culture. Um, I feel like just Afrobeats and Afroculture is very personal to me. Like I remember when it started and I was in Nigeria. Um, and I remember just that whole energy. So I, I also don't want it to be watered down, which I feel, you know, it ha- you know, when, once something comes mainstream, it has that, uh, that effect on it, whereby it's more trying to produce music that has a mass appeal. Like there's certain there's certain things I love about Afrobeats, like just the way Bernard, like there's, there's little like runs uh, that Afrobeat artists do, like if you're a really good Afrobeat artist, like Burner Boy or like uh, Adekule or like they, or you know, just little things that they do with their voices that's unique and it's a bit different to any other genre. Uh, and these are the things that make it unique. Um, so I would hate to see them water that down water down my sound or trying to produce music just to mass appeal um and i hope artists aren't just thinking about uh, just uh, the money aspect but still thinking about the genre as a whole and trying to make try to feed the, the genre if that makes sense so trying to create something whereby it's moving it forward as opposed to just creating something for the white masses like other genres have have slightly started to do or have been doing it for the past few decades so I hope it doesn't water it down, um, but I, I'm very aware of the opportunity it has for people that come from Nigeria, people that come from Ghana, people that come from all parts of Africa that can now uh, create music. And also people in the UK like that are second generation, that are trying to be artists. So there's so many elements to it where it does open up more doors. Uh, I just hope it's not washed down. And I hope this thing that we love isn't diluted whereby uh, these Karens and Becky at clubs and parties 
I just like, you know, just misusing the genre, you know what I mean? It's something personal, something it's something that we love, you know what I mean? Uh and I hope it's just it remains that while still having its mainstream appeal, if that makes sense. That's that's my thoughts on it, I think. I think in short it's it's kind of like a knee jerk reaction to the whole Black Lives Matter movement and kind of recent events that have happened. And so it's it's this of oh, this is a way that we're gonna move forward and recognise um kind of like black music or um a new genre or that kind of field. But at the same time it's like they've they've moved forward moved forward in one way but they still haven't got it right. So the fact that then there's um other umbrellas that come underneath that that really to just put it all into one is um it's still kind of not right and there's not kind of the education there um and i think it's great to recognize something but i think if you're going to do it and you're going to you want to be this moving forward you want to recognize things and you want to move away from kind of um you know institutional racism and stuff like that you kind of really have to do it um with full force and with full education behind it and not just so it looks like you're covering things it's almost like how the music industry decided to stop calling things urban i think after this whole um after recent events i think they've or a label i can't remember but a label took off like urban or something but it's it's kind of like they're doing that in a way but in just a different form so it's great you know to recognize afrobeats i don't know Back in the day, like African music was kind of looked down upon and it wasn't really seen as a thing. It was more um, maybe like um, kind of Caribbean music. Um, so it's 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 great that it's it's having this big kind of platform that it has been. It's great that they're recognising it as a um, they're recognising it in itself. But yeah, like it, I think it still needs work. But this is just my thought. You see this term, like, see this term, yeah, recognition. I don't like it. You mentioned it in your question, and I think I could be wrong, but I think I mentioned it in the chat. I just, I just don't like it, man. I don't like it, man. Why is that something that we as, as Africans, Nubians, why is that something that we like? Why do we want to be recognised? I don't know, man. Maybe I'm too anti. I don't know. I'm just on this fuck them thing, like. I don't know. So for the language, you might need to beat that out of the voice note. I just feel like we need to just do our own thing. Be who we are, regardless of recognition or not. Like, just ignore them. Ignore the oppressors, King. See, like the Amish and the Jews. They're just in their own thing. They ain't trying to be recognised. They ain't... They ain't putting out no placards. They ain't... They're not... They're not vying for any type of... Like... Please. Please. Like, recognise me. Like, they're not... You know what I'm trying to say? I think we should do that, man. Who said it? 
was it Ayub? Ayub said it in uh, maybe like, maybe like two years ago, three years ago. He said Africa needs the Brexit from the world. That's it. Like that's that's the energy. I get your point about recognition, um, and it is something that we kind of have to take into account because what does recognition really mean or look like? Because recognition could mean you know uh, just a global movement where people recognise the talents of African music and start delving into the history a bit more and it holds up on the world stage. Or recognition could just mean pushing the genre forward in itself in terms of creativity and having resources go towards it. But at the same time, recognition can be a bad thing um, and could actually ruin the very, very nature and ethos of it. And for what sacrifice, you know, the charts, I question whether the charts has any power today or means the same thing or valued the same way it was, let's say, in the 1980s or 90s. Um, so going to number one on any chart, does it even mean anything? Yeah. Um, okay. Just a couple quick thoughts then. Firstly, like, yeah, obviously world music, excuse my language, is some racist bullshit. It's just saying that. Europe's the centre of the world, or, you know, European um, white-dominated uh, colonies like the United States and Canada, whatever, what have you. They're the centre of the world, and so everything else is world, and they are just, they have legit genres, and so that's obviously ridiculous, so it's good that we're getting to a space where, yeah, so sort of the white gaze being um, reproduced through genre names and things like that and lumping things together that's um it's good that that we're moving past that when it comes to like something like doing an afrobeats chart i would say that like afrobeats isn't like one specific sound anyway like it's always had like yeah different influences and stuff like it's always drawn from other like it hasn't always just strictly been a west african thing i mean in the sense that it's always drawn from other like black diaspora music as well so i feel like doing like a really strict if you're doing a chart or something like a chart and you're doing like a really strict if you were trying to like exclude for example afro bashment and it was in the uk you kind of get into the reason you kind of get into funny territory there is because genres are quite fluid anyway so while you need to acknowledge some degree of specificity like obviously saying world is ridiculous because it's it's stuff that has literally nothing to do with each other like there's there's a place for saying okay cool that's ridiculous but when it comes to something like afrobeats i don't feel like you can draw a really strict line between like afrobeats and afro bashment always like there's stuff that that is definitely a spectrum and it's like people being influenced by each other from like uk west africa um even other parts of the continent that draw from maybe sounds that are more associated with nigerian like afro beats but then you'll get like a, a tanzanian artist <clears throat> doing something with basically the exact same kind of production so i feel like because things are so fluid acknowledge the degree of specificity like this is one particular like musical ecosystem but i feel like once you start trying to I feel like, especially if it's a UK chart, if you start drawing really clear lines, you'll get into all sorts of debates where people will be saying, oh, but this is not an Afro Bashman song, this is an Afrobeat song, or vice versa. So then you get the situation where some songs end up being in both. But I feel like, wouldn't it just, it seems more practical 
just to have one that encapsulates the spectrum. Obviously, there's questions around where you do put the divisions at the borders, but it seems like going too too granular, too specific, you just can get into other problems. So yeah, that's what I think. I feel that the Afrobeat genre um, is moving in the right direction and more and more people from different cultures, different parts of the UK and around the world are actually starting to recognise and realise that we are making some absolute bangers. With the BBC and what they've done and kind of like sub-categorised Afrobeats, like you said, Afro Swing and the other two, I feel like it's kind of pulling it away from the origin Afro beats, just leave it as Afro beats, because that's what it is. And we don't need to start getting all difficult and getting um, confused. You know what I mean? Um, I think it's amazing that our music's getting put out there. The world needs to hear it. The world needs to hear it because it's absolute bangers. And once we start recognising and hearing different types of music, it will bring different types of people together. That's what we need to do in this world. We need to bring everyone in together and also not be the same, be different, but also recognise that being different and together is absolutely beautiful because we're all learning and teaching each other at the same time and appreciating what we are learning and hearing. Do you know what I mean? So um, I think it's on the right direction, in the right direction. It's going in the right direction, but they need to, you know, remember where it originated from and stick with that and not move it around afro swing afro this afro that just keep it as afro beats because that's what it is and that's what it will always be 